Uh, hi, welcome to the <laughs> Big Planet <laughs> Hello. Podcast, episode one forty. One four. Wow, zero. That's a lot of episodes. Hi, Kelly. Hi. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm, I'm shaking up the format. Oh, hi, hey, Nick. <laughs> this is Jared. Hey, I'm Jared. Uh, I'm Kelly. <laughs> uh, and this is Kevin. Wait. Oh, nobody I say anything. Where's Where's my cricket sound effect <laughs> when we need it? Do Lost. the boozela. Uh, <laughs> no, even worse. Oh That's yeah, we, we, we don't need to start. Like. We need to start asking Kevin for opinions and then just playing the horn. Like, oh. You could just get him to just do sound effects, like just <laughs> sprinkle in some sound effects here and there. Like, That'd Kevin. be Kevin. Kevin's just here. sitting over there refusing to talk, <laughs> only speaking through the MIDI machine. Yeah, like, did you like this? <laughs> <laughs> did you like that one? <laughs> Two <laughs> horns for yes, one, one horn for no. <laughs> so uh, anyone who hasn't followed us for a long time has no idea what we're talking about. That's okay. Yep. We're but, here uh, to talk about comics. Comic, comic stuff. stuff. Maybe not comic related stuff. But it'll be comprehensive. <laughs> the most comprehensive podcast. Incredibly comprehensive. Prepare um, yourselves. <laughs> All right. So uh, what have you guys been up to? Anybody? Anything Stuff. interesting? I saw Mad Max twice. Me too. Oh, I saw it once. I saw it twice. Saw it twice? I will probably see it <laughs> a third time. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are nuts. It's, it's incredible. So I know, but I don't see any movie it's more than once usually. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, sometimes. I have, like, I have a certain a small list of no, of movies that yeah it's usually because i i love something so much that i want to share it with someone yeah i definitely so, saw it with uh, different people the second yeah. time who yeah. hadn't seen it so, so yeah, yeah that's usually that, that'd be yeah i'd do that there aren't that many movies that i like i love that so much i'm gonna go back right. like by myself and see it yeah i mean yeah. i know people who do that brad who's been helping out at our store he saw the avengers and he turned around and went directly back inside the theater and saw the avengers for a second oh, time wow. he saw it three times in like 48 hours well, that's good because remember nuts. when we were talking about it we couldn't remember plot points and we're right like, yeah so much stuff happened that's in that movie I, brad. I did see that that's twice smart. you saw that twice yeah just because somebody else i was with was like yeah. let's go see it right okay. there you go so yeah i mean honestly and i actually we had a customer in the store today who's seen it who's seen mad max four times wow wow yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's great. It is, it is I, really good. definitely the best movie that's come out so far this year. Mm, and maybe? I predicted that it would be the best of the year, and then somebody was like, "Hey, wait, Star Wars." Yeah, so, so I don't know about Star Wars. Though. Though. Like, it's. I mean, it gives Star Wars a very that's what I'm saying. high yeah, yeah. barrier. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know what we do in the shadows was really good. Oh, that was great. It was good, but this was better. Maybe. No, I mean it, it's hard yeah. to compare the two of them. Yeah, they're, they're so different, but I don't know. Different. Yeah, like also what we do in the shadows, I think, was made last year. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's standards are a little. Mad Max was probably made last year. No, too. Mad Max was made like five years ago. <laughs> Mad Max was there. Made you go. Ninety-seven. No, well, I remember like when it was born. It was like the first movie that. Tom Hardy was cast in after he got big in Inception. Like there was really? all this stuff. Yeah, there was all this wow. stuff about him being the new Mad Max. I forgot about that. And so that. they filmed it years ago, and then they've just been editing it. No. Yeah. That's crazy talk. Yeah. No, I was. I, reading... I want like an entire book about this. <laughs> there are books. Okay. Good. <laughs> but no, there. Seriously, I was reading this interview with George Miller, and he was like, "Yeah, the great thing about digital cameras is that you don't run out of film. You can just like oh, yeah. start it, you know, start it and let it go. And so they have like hundreds of hours oh, I of can see footage that. of people in the desert. Well, I can also see they'd be like, we want to catch this car exploding from 37 angles. Yeah. And they're like, oh, these are all great shots. What do we do? Well, yeah, no, his editor was his wife. This was the first, um, it was the first action movie she'd ever edited. Oh, wow. Like she did, she did his previous stuff, which was Babe and yep. Big Pig in the City. Oh, so happy Feet. Come and on, Happy Feet, stuff. yeah. Happy Pig in the too. City is one of my favorites. Yeah. But, yeah. Amazing. But so, yeah, that's, that's who we have to thank for the, the majesty of Anyway, Mad Max, Max is amazing. Everyone should go see it. And then, uh, Send us questions about it so we can talk about it on the next what podcast you as well. To, Jared, did you do anything? I saw Mad Max. Uh, <laughs> I saw Mad Max again. <laughs> All right, well, I went to the beach. 
Uh, wait, wait. I got. Or you have something else? Yeah. Uh, I got. I got household stuff. Uh, two of my roommates. Uh, Lizzie had her birthday. So happy birthday, Lizzie. Mm. Happy and birthday, then Lizzie. Her husband Graham on the same day graduated from grad school, and now he's a doctor. Congratulations, Doctor Graham. Yep. And so sir. all their parents came for the week, and I'd never met them before. So I was like, ah, so many parents, and we had a big <laughs> barbecue and stuff. But that's cool. Uh, Graham's from Zimbabwe, so his parents flew all the way in from Zimbabwe. Wow. So I'm like, hello, awesome. people with a different accent. I imagine you're Graham's parents. <laughs> uh, but it was really fun, and they're all really cool. So they're just hanging out at the house. That's cool. Did you go to the beach, Nick? I went to the beach. I went to Rehoboth. It was fun. Is that swimming? Delaware? Yep. Yeah. I had some uh, delicious ice cream at the <laughs> nice the place called the ice cream shop. Was it delicious ice cream well, shop? They had ghost pepper ice cream, but I didn't have that. Oh, my God. Because you had to sign what? a waiver. To you had to it. sign a waiver. Yeah. You had to sign a waiver <laughs> to even try it. That's a good idea. Because, yeah. yeah, it's really, really spicy. <laughs> Um, Probably some college kids. I wanted. Made I was tempted to try it, but I was like, ah, it's, it's really hot outside. It might ruin the rest of my day. <laughs> that's true too. Uh, you didn't have water ice. No, I had something that's like the state food of Delaware. <laughs> <laughs> I had something called like a booger or something. It was cake batter ice cream with marshmallows and something else. That sounds amazing. Yeah, it was really good. And I, okay. I had a bunch of flavors. I don't know. They were good. They were all really good. I don't know about the Nutella. Yeah, that's that's Nutella ice cream was really good. (laughs) Yeah, it was also it was all homemade ice cream, so it was really good. Are you like actually chilling out on the beach, or you guys just doing events and eating ice cream? Yeah, out on the beach. Yeah, it was really hot. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering. Yeah, it was fun. Uh, so yeah, that's what we've been up to. Stuff. Good job, everyone. So yeah, let's do some uh, news now. We got some exciting news. Is today. it breaking? It's not really news. Uh, but the so Supergirl trailer. Oh yeah, debuted. That's news, right? Yeah, we, we, nice, we've all watched it. We all watched nice it. Nice long it's chunk of like an episode or three. Yeah, yeah it's like six <laughs> yeah. minutes long. Yeah, I yeah. don't know how long. Yeah, how much of what episodes that was? If it was a few episodes. That's true. It seems episodes. like some good points that could fill up a part of a season. So. I don't yeah. know. I, I see that. I can see them doing that in a single episode. Yeah, I was oh, like, that's if they did like maybe a two hour pilot or some like super intense setup stuff. <clears throat> well, the pilot, well, yeah, the pilot has leaked, so I haven't seen oh, really? it, but I yeah, don't. I think it's only an hour. Well, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, so, um, yeah, it looks really good. I didn't think there would be as much Superman related stuff in it. Cause I, I thought they would find some way to like, <laughs> just don't mention that don't other mention guy. Yeah. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if that's all we really hear about yeah. Superman, though. Well, uh, but Jimmy Olsen's one of the main characters, right? Yeah, but I think that's sort of like he's he's like setting the boat on the water and letting it drift. I well, think he's, he's well, the in between guy. Well, yeah. Like, oh, I just saw Superman. You just missed him. He just <laughs> away. I got my signal watch, and he said, "Oh, uh, he left." He was fighting this uh, Metallo, and uh, <laughs> it was really cool. There was this huge fight. Um, do you want to go out to dinner? And she was like, "All right." <laughs> Um, is it set in Metropolis? Because they could do it that like it must be if Jimmy Olsen is there. But that's no, that's what I was think thinking. Because so. it could be that Jimmy Olsen got transferred or is like a freelance. You yeah, because his scene certainly looks like he's like unpacking his stuff. Yeah, like he's just moved to this place. That's weird. I'm That'd just saying weird. that could be a way to handle it. They're like Superman. No, but then he's like here. Superman just gave me this to give to you. Right, so like, no, I don't yeah. think unless Superman like travels to visit him. I, I think no, I, watch. I don't, on. I don't think it's Metropolis. Yeah. I think that would be that would be too much like. No, dodging. it is Metropolis because also Cat is her boss, right? Yeah. From from she's from Metropolis. 
I guess they could transport them. I don't know. Well. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, if you say so. It's Cat. What's her face? <coughs> this is in Superman. Comics. Hey, somebody who watched the leaked pilot, <laughs> write in and tell us where, th- where yeah. city this it's show got, takes got place in. We, we know so much about the Supergirl pilot, but we're purposely looking like idiots to give you a it chance. It takes place to, in Gotham to, City. To connect with us. <laughs> that would be amazing. No, there was too much sunlight in that. Yeah. <laughs> Star City. Star City. That'd be cool. Oh, Opal, so, Opal no, City. That's, so, no, wait, that's isn't where, uh, so is, isn't this a CW show or no? No, it's. um. Uh, oh, it's a different network. It's a different so, network. Oh. so it's not going to cross over with the other. Oh. No, 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 wait. It must it be the same network because it's the same showrunner as Flash. Uh, it's the same I guy. thought it took place in a different universe. Like, I thought they're not going to interact at all. <laughs> How is know. this for our new segment? We're <laughs> <laughs> having nothing yeah. about Supergirl. Lots of speculation. And no I mean, facts. it isn't, it isn't, you know, growing out of one of the other shows the way right. the other stuff has. So I don't know. We'll but you're out. right, yeah, their CW stuff has a totally different tone. Yeah, and they're all kind of in the, you know, they all appear at each other's shows all the time. So That's what I'm hoping. We'll see. Yeah, but I mean, it's got <laughs> that sort of upbeat feel that Flash has a lot, which makes sense because it's from the same guy, and um, it's just, I don't know, and it's it got looks Alan really Mc... cute. I'm yeah. excited about it. I think it's, it. a, it's a good tone for it to it's be able to that way. In it. How could it be bad? That's true. <laughs> all right, uh, that's all the news. There wasn't really... Much. There's more news, but that's all that we, yeah. ca- we care to talk about. Yeah, it's not much that interesting. Um, <laughs> Don't you want to hear us talk about comics? Though? Well, you do have no. We still have questions. To do. <gasps> we got. Questions. Well, I guess these questions comic related, right? Hope so. Yeah. All right, we got one question from Tim. Tim says, "Love the podcast. Great work. Thank you, Aww, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Thanks, Tim. Great so, way of putting it." <laughs> he says, "I'm a massive Brian K. Vaughn fan. You recently announced two new projects for the fall." you shine any light on them? Anybody? Uh, yeah. Well, there's one that's actually coming out in July. So you, being a bigger BKV fan, might be talking about something different. Uh, but the one that's coming out in July is called uh, We Stand on Guard and is with uh, Steve Scroach. Scrotch? I don't know. Scroach? Scroach? I don't know. Uh, but what's the one he did? Uh, what's he do? What did he do? The he did Frankenstein. Frankenstein, right. Frankenstein. With, uh, Burley MD. Man Entertainment. What was it called? I don't know. Doc what? Frankenstein. Doc Frankenstein. That's okay. it. Frankenstein yeah. MD. Uh, <laughs> Doc Frankenstein. <laughs> the Wachowski brothers, or Wachowski brother and sister, uh, I guess he'd be an MD, Siblings. Right? had a comic line, and that was when the comics came out from it. It was crazy. Uh, but yeah, so this new one is basically 100 years in the future, and America has invaded Canada, and so there's a team of... We're coming for you, Canada. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, super cool-looking people with... All kinds of cool weapons because it's in the future. Some robot Fighting dogs. giant robot <laughs> American war machines. Uh, and it looks amazing. Yeah, it looks very good. Yeah. Um, so they're, also, they're like the freedom fighters against the terrible Americans, which I think is a pretty Steve interesting Chris way to is do it. Awesome. He's, he's an artist I really liked back yeah. in the day. And his Frankenstein stuff is great. He also did another series that I really liked. And uh, I'll talk about that when we talk about the next question. Oh, okay. Or the next part of this question. Right. But part two of this. First part is about <laughs> the the other um, the other BKV joint thing, which is coming out in the fall, and is Paper Girls, and that's with Cliff Chang, who is oh so exciting, like in my top ten favorite artists. <laughs> I love his work yeah. so much. This is so exciting. He did Doctor Thirteen and most recently Wonder Woman, Wonder which Woman. was amazing. Yeah, so uh, this is set in the late eighties, and it's about a group of four like twelve year old girls who have paper routes, and it picks up sold sold. They're, oh, they're being... Paper Girls. Good, good job. <laughs> Just kidding. Good job. Yeah, it's called yeah. Paper Girls. They're made paper out of paper. Girls. And um, yeah, it picks up right after Halloween. They're being really heavy on the mystery. Really, they yeah. haven't said anything more about this since the initial Image Expo announcement in January. They didn't even need to say that. They should um, have just said BKV in. 
I mean, that's honestly all I knew until I looked it up. That's all I needed to hear. That's like all Um, it says on the cover. Yeah. But yeah, it looks just their names. It looks to be kind of like heavy on nostalgia, got sort of a like maybe a babysitter's club. It was 80s, right? Tight feel, yeah. Late 80s. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It'll be like Goonies kind of. Babysitter's Club crossed with. like an like an all girls Goonies basically that'd be cool because it says they go in like kind of some like kind an of adventure adventure yeah, adventure, yeah. I'm, I oh, am I'm so in for and they're on bikes so which excited is like yeah which is amazing so it's like Brian K Vaughn doing the opposite sides of his storytelling it's like <laughs> let's do great characters and let's do crazy sci fi right uh, and then the other part of the question says if not which oh. we we did no we'll pretend you didn't say that he said <laughs> can also, you let me know why comics with Gambit keep getting canceled uh, I will say that I really liked. Uh, this Gambit series that was sometime I think maybe the late nineties, early two thousands. It was drawn by Steve Scrooge. What? About. And it's, it all that's why I first thought like uh it's like the I first time you saw him. Realized, yeah, he was yeah. awesome. And right after that, he like he was really good at doing action scenes. And right after that he went on to do Matrix stuff. So there you like, go. He, somebody else saw that too. Um, I've had a couple of like conversations, not not recently, but in the last year with people just about weirdly about gambit and how he's such he's such a 90s character and he's so like i don't know i feel like he embodies so much of what we were what we were doing with superheroes yeah in well, the 90s i also think you should be happy that you got any gambit series because <laughs> he's one of the only x-men characters that had us some kind of even somewhat sustainable series other than wolverine, for a long time you know? yeah. yeah well he was the like, new wolverine like he was right. the first yes. character that kind of broke out like wolverine but who in else a had long like time. you know what other you know, Storm had a recent series, but yeah, finally, been after like that like forty only, years, you know, lasted for a little while. But who yeah. else has you know had one? You know, there isn't like, yeah, and that right, lasted that, very short recent. time. That's all recent. Yeah, yeah nobody's so. had like a long running. Like Gambit's not had like two or three yeah series. At most, you'll get like a four issue miniseries because I mean, there's so many good X Men yeah. characters, but you on usually their own, get like they don't a, get a lot, a little yeah. under or around twenty issues. Yeah, <laughs> but that's pretty good. I mean, just enjoy it while it lasts. Yeah, um, he still shows up. Nick yeah. was pointing out he was in the recent All New X Factor. Yep, he was in All New X Factor. If you haven't read that, definitely do that. He's oh. the, he's the main character. He's the leader of the team. Tim I, did list co leader did list all of his favorite Gambit series here, and that is listed. Did he? Yep. All oh, New X Factor. He did All New X Factor. Yeah, he he did a few, but yeah. and I imagine he'll we'll probably be seeing him in the Secret Wars X Men ninety two yeah. thing. Well, no, he also listed Astonishing X Men. Was Gambit in Astonishing X Men? Later stuff, wasn't he? Oh uh, yeah, eventually I guess. I, he yeah. guess he was in the like. Um, was it Marjorie Lou? Yeah, Marjorie M. Lou. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, I think the main thing is that Gambit's a pretty cool character, but it just you gotta have writers who are into him. Yeah, like they're, like Nick said, there's so many characters that failed. So I don't think it's a particular flaw with Gambit that you don't keep getting more Gambit series. Yeah. But and the X Men universe is so dense too. I think most of the X Men characters work in like together. In right, groups. that's the whole thing is that like, even for being outsiders, there some of them kind of. Members. I mean, even the Storm series, like like she had to have X Men in it to kind of. <laughs> To have somebody to talk to, or it's good, like, a works a good as a contrast wolf, too. Yeah, yeah, he does. That's the only reason he's been one of the ones. You know, I guess Bishop had maybe had a series for a little... cable. cable. Oh yeah, had cable one? had yeah. his own for a long. Oh, Bishop time. had an awesome one though. Remember oh, that? Um, nope, <laughs> I've oh, never read a God. Bishop series. What was it called? It was like uh, about Mutant Town. No. Oh, oh District District M. District X. District M. It was about like uh, they had oh, a man. mutant town in uh, in New like York and detective. Yeah, cops, Bishop and this of. other guy were like detectives, but it had it was like all like noir and it had like I don't know there was like a, a prostitute who was like a shapeshifter and stuff like that and like a drug that was caught uh, from some mutant that oozed like some stuff that made people so trip weird. And, like, yeah, it was, it was like cool. A, it was a cop show where everyone yeah. was a mutant. It was an interesting thing, but yeah. I guess people didn't like it because it wasn't X Meny enough. It was pretty weird. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, so that's that's that question. Thanks, Tim. S- sort of answered. <laughs> Sorry. Question. No, we answered it. Answered great. We definitely answered it. We answered both those questions very well. <laughs> and if you have any us. other questions for us to answer very well, just send them to podcast at bigplanetcomics right? dot com uh, dot com. Yeah, sorry. Uh, or on Facebook or on Twitter or Tumblr. I don't know. Wherever. Askbox in person. Yeah. Uh, oh, you guys should mail us a letter in the mail. Swipe right on Tinder if you, if you see us. <laughs> would be awesome. If yeah. you if you submit a question <laughs> on a postcard and send it to us, that's true. I will lose my mind. <laughs> Drive <laughs> Kelly insane by sending in a postcard while you're on vacation, oh. or just from wherever you're living right <laughs> yeah, now. You don't even have to ask me a question. Just like send me a postcard. Just go down the street. Yeah, you don't uh, have to, you don't have to leave town. <laughs> the, the Big Planet Comics addresses are all on our website. So postcard from sunny make DC. It. Yeah, it'd be amazing. Sure. Um, well, let's talk about some w- comics, guys. Yeah, let's do some review. We love comics, they're swell. Except when they're written by Scott Lovedell. I prefer important books like Louis Riel. It's time for reviews. All right. First up, we got A-Force number one by Marguerite Bennett. Bennett? Bennett? Bennett. Bennett, I think. Don't Marguerite Bennett. Bennett. I always want to say, everybody's that name who ends in T. I always want to use a French say accent. Uh, yeah. And G. Willow Wilson. G. Willow Wilson writes Miss Marvel. She does. Marguerite. It's got to be French. Marguerite Bennett, right? Hey y'all, if you know how to pronounce Marguerite <laughs> Bennett, please um, please write on. Yeah, and she was what she, what was she writing recently? Um, well, man, it's I don't blank. know. Oh, well, um, something. Was she, she was doing X Men, right? Or Wasn't no? she doing Angela? No, I don't know what she was doing. Asgard's I think she was doing Angela. I don't know. Sure. <laughs> well, we're yeah. well prepared for this. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, this is co- a new co-writing. This is a new Secret Wars book. Oh, it's also drawn by Jorge Molina, I should say. Uh, but yeah, it's a Secret Wars book about female Avengers. Yeah, so, you know, part of the whole Secret Wars thing is that there are all of these different, like, what, provinces of (laughs) Battleworld, and this is Arcadia, which is apparently um, populated by female superheroes. She Hulk is the Baroness of Arcadia. Well, Luke Cage is there. That's true, yeah. (laughs) Uh, I would like to live in Arcadia, personally. Um, (laughs) It's a pretty cool place. So uh, most exciting for me is that this brings America Chavez back into our lives. We haven't seen her since uh, Young Young Avengers Avengers ended. Uh, She is my favorite superhero. Yes, she is. She's pretty badass. She's my girl. I love her. Um, She's got uh, quite the toot on her. She does. (laughs) And um, they very quickly establish in this book that 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 has not changed. Um, I mean, it's a different... It's a different kind of iteration of her because these whole Secret Wars books, everything is a little bit different. Yeah, that's one of the weird things about this book. I I wasn't sure like what, uh, which, I guess they're all just kind of a version of these characters. Yeah. Because there's like Jean Grey. And then, like, and then Spider Woman's in her old costume. So, I was yeah, like, there's some costume oh, changes. You know got, what's happening? You've got sure. Loki in as uh, in the female version version yeah. of Loki, Although who he is recently went America's back to the female version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened in the original Sin stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it is fantastic. It does a really good job of setting up the rules that govern this weird battle world that right. they live in. I feel like um, you probably, if you really want to, like, get all of the I don't know. Get all of the parts of this. You should read Secret Wars 1 and 2 before you read this. But if you don't, it's not impossible to parse. No, it's fairly um, simple, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. It's fantastic. And they announced uh, the day that it came out that it is going to be an ongoing. Nice. So, yeah, this is going to continue. Which is, I don't know how, but we'll see. Yeah. Yep. We, I mean, at this point, we don't have any I guess idea. once, yeah. Well, all you need is Secret knows, Wars. The A-Force. Who knows, like, wherever. Yeah, yeah, maybe, like, after Secret Wars, it'll 
change back somehow, but some of them will still be. I don't know. Who knows? But as long as they're a team, they force. So yeah. And then, so yeah, we. I mean, we should probably address. I, I know uh, people probably heard about the the weird Jill Thompson review of this. Oh, um, I, I didn't. Um, what did she oh, say? Oh, yeah. The New Yorker <laughs> asked Jill Thompson, who wrote the Wonder Woman book, Secret History Wonder Woman. She's a professor. Oh, at... no, I did read that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So, um, that's completely baseless. I mean, I. I already suspected it was baseless, but having read that, it's there's nothing male gaze about this book. Yeah. <laughs> it is all, it is a very comfortable book. Um, but yeah, the, I will say the sexiest a, character in this is uh, Falcon in his Thor costume. It's true, <laughs> and I mean Namor pretty, pretty shows hot. up at the end, and, and Namor's also, always going to be the sexiest person <laughs> on the page. Pretty rocking it, those little shorts. Um, but yeah, it was great. It was really fun. Yeah, it's um, it's really good if you are a fan of female heroes. Um, this is the book for you, especially for some of the weirder ones like Miss America, and then um, oh god, what's her name again from uh, Dazzler Runaways? <laughs> Nico, oh, yeah, Nico. Nico's, Nico's great. Yeah, I, I love how so much of this is about how these how these women and these girls relate to each other and how important they are to each other. You know, as yeah, it's it, like an actual team book as opposed is. to a, a group of characters who fight together. Right, so. yeah. And it's it just does a really good job of setting that up right from the get-go. So yeah, A-Force number one. Really yeah. good, yep. y'all. Definitely one of the best uh, Secret Worlds launches so far. Very exciting. Uh, next up, we have Dirk Gently by Chris Real, right? And... Pronounce it, yeah. Tony, Tony Akins. Akins, who did some Wonder Woman stuff. He was the fill-in guy for um, Cliff Chang, right? On Wonder Woman? Oh, who was it? Tony, Tony Akins? Akins? No, that was Gordon Suzuka. No, Tony no. Akins did some, too. Oh, did he? There are a couple of yeah. one-off issues that got yeah. filled in by people. But. Uh, but yeah, I like his art a lot. Um, or did later stuff, I guess. So, yeah, Dirk, Dirk Gently, tell us about this. Okay, journey. so this is Dirk Gently's Holistic Detective Agency, which is based or inspired by uh, Douglas Adams, who did Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, this is a book he wrote that I read when I was way too young, and I totally did not get it. Uh, but basically, I don't even know what holistic means, but basically mm-hmm. he's like a private detective who believes that kind of like everything's connected, and if things, you know, like karma's kind of balanced out, then you will can solve cases by being in the right place at the right time. So it's a very weird and very surreal Douglas Adams-y type thing. Uh, very, very British, obviously. Uh, but this is a new adventure of Dirk Gently where he leaves England and comes to San Diego. And the actual opening pages are set in uh, Egypt uh, 3,000 years ago or something. And so it's kind of, again, holistically tying together a bunch of really weird stories about ancient Egyptian culture. A yes. group of very kind of preppy, himbo-y, right. bimbo-y couple who might just be serial killers or trying to become serial killers and Dirk gently running into a tea shop that is kind of run like a faux British detective agency and how they're all tying together. So, so yeah, basically super the, weird. the gist is like, he's just kind of a detective who wanders the world and kind of gets involved in stuff yep. and stuff. He believes that things happen for a reason and then everything's connected. And so he's like, oh, I don't know what my case is yet. I'll find out. Yeah, tonight, exactly. So the whole happens. time he's just like doing stuff and helping people. And somehow the cases are all tying together. And it is actually like everything is tying together. Yep. Um, yeah. How does this man pay his bills? Uh, uh, he's basically Doctor Who. Because he's never yeah. hired. No, that's He's like true. a detective version of Doctor Who. Yeah. Like if Doctor that's Who was just a detective all the time. But he's got kind of a similar weirder. personality. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. You're right. And he's kind of like the guy like... He's maybe like the David Tennant <laughs> Doctor. <laughs> there you go. He looks like him, but he also like wanders around. And is kind of like a little more happy-go-lucky, and he's like, "Don't worry, it's fine. We'll, we'll figure it out." Yeah, so, uh, but uh, Tony Akins, I think, was a good choice. It's kind of cartoony, uh, 
art, but covers all the different styles of all the storylines really well. Um, and this was really fun. I thought yeah. it uh, all came together really well and definitely ties together nicely while setting up all these different storylines, but keeping you interested in all of them. So it's I very, thought it was pretty awesome. It's very wordy. You can tell that yes. it's, you know that Douglas Adams wrote it. <laughs> if you're yeah. familiar with his work, it yeah. feels like a very it feels Douglas like an Adams, Adams thing. Book. It yeah. definitely does. Um, but I don't necessarily think but that's you, a bad thing in this. Yeah, but we all liked it. And uh, yes, yeah, so that's Dirk Gently number one. Did we say A4 number one after that? Oh, yeah, we did. Oh, okay. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> next trying, up, trying we to have fix uh, Master of Kung Fu. This one is by Hayden Blackman, Hayden Blackman and Dalibor Talajic. Uh, oh, there's the Goran Suzuka is the anchor on is this. It, I knew oh, he did weird. something <laughs> this week. Um, but yeah, uh, it's another Secret Wars book. This one has the Battle World um, banner. Uh, I'm not sure. I, I don't think know I what. Ki- dis- I kind of know the difference between the banners, I, but I forgot. Uh. <laughs> oh, is there a difference between the banners? Yeah, well, because there's like, like the last. Where they're crossing over because there's like the last or? days ones, and those are like. Yeah, boy. Still before Secret Wars. Minutia, minutia, yeah, move yeah. on. Anyway. Okay. Confusing. <laughs> so yeah, this was awesome. This is pretty much like um, Shang-Chi is kind of uh, washed up a little bit and he's all uh, drunk in public and he gets he gets wrapped up in this kind of um, this quest uh, involving um, dragons <laughs> and some kind of like versions of Marvel characters that are Kung Fu. There's like a Typhoid Mary character and stuff like that. Um but yeah, I really like this. I don't know. It's there's not like a huge amount to it. It's very simple. But I think that's kind of why I liked it. It's um, mostly setting up his character and a little bit about his history. Like Yeah. And but l- they're with some great like kung fu action. Yeah, a little bit about kind of like the martial arts world they're setting up here. Right, of, like yeah. who's in charge and who's oppressed and who what needs is, to be saved. What is this and- world called? Oh man. Uh, Ten Rings or something. All, I forget what yeah. all the all the different worlds are called. But yeah, anyway, um, it's very good. It's very fun, and the art is great. Um, I always, I, I always like Delbert Logic, but I can never tell you what he did. Um, he did some um book with a like all female casts a while back that had Hellcat in it, and um maybe Kate Pride, but I can't remember what it was called. Um, but yeah, he's definitely one of those artists that that I I, I like, but you know he never has like a an ongoing book, and he seems to be drawing this, although I don't know if this is ongoing, so. <laughs> and this is another thing about the Sigur stuff. I don't know if any of yeah, them are ongoing or miniseries with. or what. Um, but but yeah, so, he's, yeah, he's good, good at telegraphing kind of like martial arts moves because there's not a lot of fighting in this one, but there's some good fights. It's great. It's the one that's it, kind so of most disconnected motion. from all the like bigger Secret Wars plots. Yeah. And it's just straight up Kung Fu story. And uh, yeah. So and yeah, like his designs it, for like the background and like all the costumes and stuff is awesome. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't acknowledge the except for like the stuff in the very beginning. It doesn't like the plot of the book does not acknowledge the battle world. Yeah, thing right. At if you just want a cool point. kung fu story, and those I think those are, those are some of my favorite of those um, of these books, which is just like the next book. Oh, well, this was Master of Kung Fu number the one. Next book is Planet Hulk number one, which is uh, another Secret thing Wars that I really <laughs> liked. This is Nick's Secret Wars corner. Um, <laughs> Well, this one see this one actually has the map. So some of them have the map in the beginning, which is very useful. How great is it that the the land of the Hulks is Greenland, though? Yeah, like, how great. great is that? <laughs> pretty great. That's pretty a great. it's a pretty great little like sort of a, a gentle joke. Yeah. Like <laughs> Port Banner, She Hulk Shore. Yes. Mud Kingdom, the Fang Mountain. I wonder if that's where Fing Fang Foom is. Oh, great. that would be amazing. Um, yeah. So Planet Hulk, um, is, uh, the main character. I guess you'd say is Captain America, right? And He's fighting in a 
different world. He's in. Oh no, he. I, no, he's in. A no, he's in world. a different world. Yeah, he's in the Colosseum, <laughs> which is in the outskirts of Doomstat, which is like where Doom is, and he's fighting in a Colosseum with Devil Dinosaur as his partner, which is awesome. It's yeah. So, so if you so want good. Captain America with an axe and a shield in like Roman gladiator gear. Writing yeah. an intelligent T-Rex. And Dr. Doom wants to get rid of some... This book is for you. <laughs> uh, some Hulks. So he sends them to Greenland to, to kill some Hulks. Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to get Bucky back. Like, that's the whole point. Well, that's, Cap, yeah, Cap is that's what yeah. Cap wants. Cap wants to go there because Doom tells him, you know, I, I can help you find your friend. Or Dr. Strange, I guess, tells him because Doom just kind of sits there. <laughs> <coughs> Sheriff of Nottingham, Dr. Strange. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. So the book is just Captain America and Devil Dinosaur fighting Hulks, trying to find Bucky and... It's awesome. It's an, like another thing I said where it's, I guess this one has a little bit of this, the bigger stuff because Doom shows up for a little bit. Um, yeah, this is more tied into the main story. But it's more starts. about like Cap's, Cap's story and him yeah. fighting, you know. And I feel like this, again, kind of like the Master of Kung Fu one builds up two very different worlds really quickly, but works really well. And the Coliseum or the Coliseum and the Hulk uh, Greenland are both like so vibrant right. settings already that feel really like awesome. So. And there's a backup story in this that establishes like how Greenland became Greenland. Yeah, that, it's really um, good art. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't skip it. Like it's it's really good. I enjoyed getting that information. Yeah, it's very fun. Um so that was Planet Hulk. Hulk. And next we got another <laughs> secret. Oh, four of these are Secret Wars books. It tells you that so far these are mostly pretty good. They I'd are. Say, they are mostly I'd pretty good. I say 75% of them are really good. Um next up we have one of those which is Spider-Verse number 1. All right, so Spider-Verse, uh, this takes place, there is a spider island in Battle World. This does not take place there. This takes place in <laughs> yeah, Manhattan. There's a separate spider island. Yeah. Wait, who's the spider? Nick this Costa. This is right? by, I'm sorry, I'm just Mike Costa. going right on that. Mike Costa, and um, the art is Andre, Andre Araujo. 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 Sure. Um, and our main character here is um, Spider-Gwen. Yeah. And she is... Not in her universe. She is in the universe where Gwen Stacy died. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming this is probably the just the main, a, a part I of the main she's Marvel in the, universe. The Manhattan. It's a mashup of the right. ultimate and regular Marvel universe or something. So she's basically just like, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know where I am, but I'm gonna beat up some bad guys. That's that's what I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is, I feel like, a pretty good attitude. Um, and she stumbles, and meanwhile, there's you know. Basically, we see a bunch of other spider people. We've got Captain Putin, um, right? Got yeah, and Spider Girl Anya, yep, Corazon, who I love, and um, who the, is the uh, Indian one, Indian right? Spider-Man. The uh, Indian Spider Man. He has like a crazy uh, Indian version of Peter Parker's name. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to call him. No, Pavitar. Pa- I'm gonna butcher this. Yeah, so. it's, it's 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 yeah. Uh, but I, it's, I was like, I don't know how to. It's great, and so it's, they see Pavita Prabakar. Yeah, so like he's that. there. You go. You lived in India. So <laughs> I was trying. They uh, they stumble into a trap basically for them, and Spider Gwen stumbles on them, um, and so they end up sort of teaming up a little bit, and then yeah. there's also this whole thing with um, what's his face? God, Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn and Gwen is working at Oscorp and trying to. <laughs> that won't go bad. So th- I thought the interesting thing about this one is that the characters seem to kind of. Be remembering that this is not the real world yeah. or not the world they're from. We haven't been real sure about, you know, who remembers what in different things. And the interesting thing about this is that so Spider Gwen is the main character in this. Spider Gwen is in the background of a scene in A Force. And oh, so right. um hmm. yeah, that maybe is a different Spider Gwen. Well exactly. that's the thing. Yeah, as we far don't know. as we know, there's only one Spider Gwen. 
that we have ever seen because she's such a new character. So I feel like it's one of the, I don't know, I find that really intriguing about the whole Secret Wars thing is we don't really understand how how the iterations of these characters work. Right. but yeah, I loved loved the art in this. I love yeah, like the way um, I love the way Arahu draws women. He was drawing Avengers AI for a while, and that was very good. Yeah, um, just there's all this stuff with because they're spiders. There's all these great scenes with people upside down and right side up, and it just it it's very it's very fun and dynamic, and I liked it a lot. Um, I'm just real excited about this book. Yeah, um, there's also a backup about Spider Ham. There is. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's worth it. Worth it. Always good. Um, but yeah. So wait, this also kind of ties into the other the other Spider Verse because th- these a little t- bit these this is the team that left at the end, right? At the very end, they're like, we're gonna go on adventures in the multiverse. Is or something that, like that. The, oh yeah, you're right. Something I like forgot that. That's, that. that's what's interesting is that Spider Verse, the previous series, which was Spider Man meeting all the different Spider versions throughout all the different dimensions, right. was basically what's happening in Secret Wars, which is different versions of characters meeting right. each other. Yeah. So this is quite without, logical that this is the first group who's like experienced something like this before right. as a group. Yeah, but I guess they don't really have much of a sense of their history except sure. the knowledge that this is not right. Basically. Right, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah maybe so like people that have traveled it. to different yep. multiverses have that kind of ability so to, we'll see. to discern. But yeah, definitely interesting twist on the whole Secret Wars uh, setup so far. Yeah, um, that was Spider-Verse number one. And last but certainly not least, we have Super Mutant Magic Academy by Jillian Tamaki. Yay, Jillian. Uh, so this is, uh, again, Jillian's year or continuing years. Uh, we discussed her Sex Coven uh, issue of Frontier that came out uh, from Youth in Decline recently. And this is a collection of her long-running uh, webcomic, uh, which is kind of how she came to prominence, right? Like this was her first work that kind of got people to know about her? Yeah, I think. Okay. Um, it's the first thing of hers that I knew, but right. I don't know whether... I don't know how true that is of everyone. Uh, but yeah, so basically the Super Mutant Magic Academy is like a more realistic version of high school for the X-Men where everyone has powers or is weird. It's or, like kind of Hogwarts mashed yes, up with, with the X-Men Academy yeah, with the X-Men or any other. Academy with a lot more existential angst yep. <laughs> involved. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of really good characters. It's with, much more of a school than the X-Men school. Yeah, exactly. yes. it's, it's like it's like They just kind of hang like out at real the school. school. Yeah. yeah. It's more like uh, Wolverine in the X Men. <laughs> there you go. Uh. Uh, but yeah, it's got this like large shifting cast of characters, which she uses really well. She kind of has um, a couple people who she focuses on, but then she also has people who she'll come back to. And then there's one dude who is eternally alive; he can't die, and so every once in a while there'll be a just a strip about like basically his despair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and it's just. It's so well done. And you, I mean, you can tell. I read this webcomic as it was coming out over years. And then. Do you remember when it started? I don't. Okay. I, I, it was, I read it. I, I've only. I did. I, it had been running for years before yeah, I even started sure. reading it. Right. So. And then when this book came out, I sat down and thought, you know, I'll just flip through it. And I ended up reading it cover to cover. Yeah. Um, so it's. You, it's, you can tell when you when you sit down with it that in the beginning this was just these were just sort of little strips that she was doing to kind of escape. Yeah. And they don't really have. A lot of direction or form, right. and then it gets as it goes. It more starts and more building pointed. the universe a little more. Yeah, and it's also really interesting just to watch how her art develops. Oh, yeah. and her lines. Um, yeah. I think that's the greatest strength of web comics is, especially for early work like this from creators, is usually the beginning stuff is not that great. Right. Artistically, um, a lot of web comics write a lot on the writing, which is usually pretty sharp. Uh, but you can see Jillian getting better, like almost page by page. Yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, and then you said like at the end. There's new stuff, right? Yes. 
Um, yeah, it's got 40 pages so of all original that stuff content. At the end. Okay. Um, which really, honestly, if you're on the fence about whether to pick this up, like the 40 pages is worth it. If you really have fallen in love with these characters, it it gives a a really a lovely conclusion, but enough of enough of that it, that it's not really a conclusion that it still sort of fits with the tone of the right. book. Um, it's it's just it's fantastic. Yeah. There you go. One of the best books of the year already. Yeah, I, w- I would say. And just a really, you know, webcomic compilations can be kind of hit or miss. And this sure. is just knocks it out of the park. There you go. All Super right. Super Mutant Magic Academy. Yep. And that is it for this episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really tired. How long do we keep this episode at? We keep it short? Yeah, pretty short. All right. Cool. Good job. Uh, so yeah, we'll have be back next week with another episode. So if you got questions, another comments, short episode, let us know, and uh, not see you next time. Yeah, bye bye. Bye.